Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka 5 Minute Major, and welcome to Season 4 of HV Pucks. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. What separates me from the mainstream is that you do not need a newspaper or cable TV subscription to access my content. It is 100% free and available on Google Play iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. HV Pucks is underwritten by the healthcare law firm of Einiger & Associates, specifically managing partner Scott Einiger, to promote youth sports and various health initiatives in our local communities. And before we drop the puck on this week's episode, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. Uh, hello there, uh, this is uh, Happy Gilmore, and uh, you're listening to the HV Pucks Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. One of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. This week's In the Box segment is sponsored by the Ice Hutch, located at 655 Garden Avenue in Mount Vernon, New York. Founded in 1997, the Ice Hutch serves the skating community all year round by offering lessons for all levels, weekly public skating, figure skating, and hockey sessions. The Ice Hutch also features hockey leagues in the spring and fall each year for players seeking a highly competitive experience. Give them a call today at 914-699-6787 or check them out online anytime at www.icehutch.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Bob Simpson. He is the assistant coach of the Grand Island Vikings out of the Fed, and he has taken some time out on a Sunday to chat with me. I really appreciate it. It's also game day up there in Section 6, so that makes it even more special. Coach, thanks so much for coming on. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, not a problem. Really looking forward to this. Thanks uh, so much for having us. Oh, listen, it's been it's absolutely my pleasure. Anytime I can get a team from outside of my section to come on, uh, it's definitely an exciting moment for me. Can you describe your team in five words or less? Persistent, um, speed, and never um, complacent, I guess I would say. Uh, listen, those are all three tremendous qualities to have. What excites you the most about this club? You know, our team this year, we... we Won the section last year, and uh, kind of surprisingly, and you really saw a lot of guys kind of grow. We won, we won with kind of a younger forward core, and those forwards are all a year older. And what I'm most excited about is watching them the first day of practice, how hungry they came, mm-hmm. um, kind of knowing what it takes to win, um, not only a section but even at the state level. Sure. Um, as we like ran through, uh, you know, ran into Skinny Atlas last year, mm-hmm. we saw what they were. So they kind of just came with that, you know, tenacity right away in practice, something you don't really see at a high school level. 
Oh, that's great. It's almost like unfinished business, if you know, to, to put it in a certain uh, phrase. Um, any surprises, you know, as far as you're concerned this season in terms of players that have jumped out or stood out? You know, for us, we actually have uh, a young man who's 6'4", 6'5". Mm. His name is Billy, Billy Weberg. Um, he played JV last year because, as a sophomore, because he's a volleyball stud. He, he's uh, always on, like, you know, national uh, camps and things like that. He actually just won states in volleyball this past year for Grand Island High School, and he was MVP. So we were kind of thinking, ah, he probably is not going to come out to us because, you know, he's looking to go D1, D2 in volleyball. But he wanted to play with his buddies. Uh, so he's come out, and he missed a few games at the beginning of the year for a foot injury. But um, he's got about, I think, nine points in three games since he's been back here. So it's, it's, it's a nice addition to the already uh, strong offensive core we had. I was going to say that definitely sounds like a welcome addition to the team. Um, when you look at the count, actually, you know, who are some of the other players to watch on your squad, if I could ask you? You know, when we look at the forwards, I think we're really kind of strong in our, in our forwards. So you got Tyler Hunt, um, just a really shifty, almost like a Barry Sanders of uh, high school hockey I would, I would compare him to. Nice. He's not big in the least bit, but he's tough to take down. He plays with an edge. He's got great vision. And then we got a very strong power forward, uh, Brian O'Neill. That's, you know, your six foot one, six foot two kid that's going to be all speed and kind of inside out type moves that just kind of drive to the net. Um, and then on, uh, you know, on, on the defense there, we got Nolan Massaro, uh, number 14. He actually played forward for us last year, but has dabbled in both. Um, and he was playing for the Regals, but actually stepped away from the Regals because he wanted to. Well, Regals is a full-year travel program here at our uh, in our area. Sure. And because he wanted to play a little high school hockey with his buddies one more time. So um, that was a welcome addition as well. Um, and he just kind of logged up a lot of minutes at the at – the, uh, the D zone there so it's all good so far you know I have to say because uh, I saw some of the fed teams that came down last weekend and the weekend before in a local tournament down in this area and and you know just describing some of the size and some of the skill of the players you have I mean that seems to be across the board up there in section six you know you guys have big kids they're physical and they're skilled so it sounds like uh, Grand Island definitely has uh, you know plenty of those types of players too coach when you look at the schedule is there a game is there an opponent that you look at you know circled on the calendar and say hey that's the biggest game of the season you know, it's funny this year um you know don Frey, the head coach and i we always kind of look at that at the beginning of the year especially when the when the schedule's given to us we're like oh what's gonna be the tough stretch and we had some you know ideas in our mind west seneca west is always a very strong team um west seneca east as well um star point we knew kind of kind of got knocked out early um, in the playoffs last year, and they're a very talented team. So those are some of the teams we saw, but then all of a sudden you look at scores around our area, and you're seeing teams like Lewis and Porter and North Tonawanda and Williamsville South that, you know, have been kind of, um, you know, just kind of meddling towards the middle of the league the last five, six years, kind of putting up big wins, you know, NT beating um, West Seneca West 2 nothing the other day. Um, and Lewport and Will South also coming up with big wins versus those teams that have been, you know, very, very strong. So we haven't played any of those teams yet, um, but we're definitely keeping an eye on them, uh, you know, watching tape on Live Barn, you know, any free moment we get. 
You know, and you and I talked about this before we started recording that, you know, on any given day, anybody can beat anybody. And uh, it's funny you mentioned West Seneca West and West Seneca East. I actually had West Seneca East on last year and West Seneca West is coming on later on uh, in the month. So uh, it's exciting to have, you know, teams from from your area again on. Um, What's the toughest rink to play in outside of your home rink? Oh, I mean, West Seneca, once again, um, it's, it's a West Seneca town rink. Um, we actually don't have a, a, a rink in our town. We go up to Niagara Falls and play at our home rink there. Gotcha. Uh, but you go to West Seneca and you're looking at, you know, the high schoolers kind of right in the middle of the town there, and both East and West are able to get a lot of people there. Um, and if you watch West Seneca's play, they play a really tough brand of hockey kind of in your face, not afraid to take penalties, you know, kind of, you know, that physicality type uh, um, type of game. So we've had some uh, we've had some big tilts there. You know, with even fans getting involved. And I always feel bad for our security that comes from our school on those days. They're like, oh, I'm going to West Seneca for you. And I'm like, okay, good luck. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> uh, I know you mentioned a couple of these teams before. Would you would you say one of those is your biggest rival, or who is your biggest rival? It's tough being because we're Grand Island, so we're an island. Um, so it kind of just goes like we don't have necessarily like a regional rival like an East-West of West Seneca or a Kenmore East, Kenmore West. But, uh, you know, we just kind of have little rivalries in our head. You know, West Seneca East has kind of been always that tough game for us that we take a lot of pride in when we play them and, and try to talk about the history of them. Um, we actually knocked them out uh, to uh, advance to our first ever section semifinal game ever when they were – they were like a two seed and we were a seven seed and right. you know kind of been going back and forth with them um but you know you're always looking at ken maurice as well um with us kind of a rival because of don prey is our head coach and kyle prey is the head coach of ken maurice okay so that's always a fun little uh you know we get the boys up for that like how how much do you care about coach you're gonna let his brother beat him um <laughs> yada 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 and ken maurice obviously has two state championships so they have the leg up right now but you know, we're, we're trying to catch that. Gotcha. That's, that does sound like a good rivalry. Um, is there a favorite tournament or road trip that you take the kids on? Yeah, so we go every year. We just we call it the North Country Road Trip. So we always try to pick teams up, uh, up in way, way upstate New York. I know you guys call us upstate New York, but even further up, like Adirondack area, sure. um, where we're trying to go to like an Ogdensburg or a St. Uh, Lawrence or... Um, Salmon River, we've been up there before. This past year, we went up to Plattsburgh, uh, which we've been doing the last couple of years, and playing Plattsburgh and Beekmantown, uh, which are two very, once again, hard-nosed teams. They're, they're tough to play against. Um, so right away, we try to do it at the beginning of the year, just to work at that team camaraderie type deal. Um, and, uh, you know, really does a good job of gelling our team. Just that bus ride alone kind of helps out, and then you play those tough teams. And this year, we actually went 3-0 and on our trip. We beat Albany Academy, um, beat the town and Plattsburgh. So that's the first time we ever swept, um, you know, kind of doing a road trip there. So oh, congratulations, congratulations on that. And I did see that on social media that you guys were in that area. Um, what do you look for in a hockey player? You know, I just look for someone that's got the team-first mentality. Um, I, I mentioned uh, earlier, too, I think we might have been off, uh, off air, but, you know, we've We've won our division now uh, during league play three years in a row. And the first two years we won, we had a lot of very skilled hockey players. Um, but when it came down to it in playoff time, you know, those guys really try to press themselves and kind of uh, kind of be like, you know, um, Mr. One-Man team there. And we kind of really instilled that in our players last year. And 
they really showed that hey, listen, we're going to use each other out there. Um, we're not going to try to walk through everyone, even though we can, um, you know, use each other. Because when you get to those big teams in playoffs, and and you know what we ran into Skinny Alice last year, you're not going to be able to do that one on one. So you need to you need to be that team player from the moment you step on the ice, begin the season, no matter who you play. If you're up nine nothing or one nothing, continue to use each other, continue to rely on each other. Uh, that's a great answer, Coach. What what makes a successful hockey coach, in your opinion? <laughs> That's a tough one. Um, you know, it's someone that has to understand their players. Um, just me personally, I could talk to and Coach Prey, the head coach. You know, we were kind of more hard nosed and kind of really hard on the guys. And we've kind of learned throughout the years that some players um, react differently um, to different types of motivation. Some players you can get in their face. Um, some players you have to, uh, you know, I don't I want maybe coddle is, is the wrong word to use, but kind of be that, you know, pat that guy on the shoulder and tell him it's going to be okay. Um, and that's something that we didn't necessarily do at first. We were kind of just kind of stuck in our ways. But literally in the last three, four years, since our success has really started, we started to say, hey, listen, we need to look at the individual player because um, the kid has changed. From when I went to school back in the early 2000s, the coach Prey in the 80s, he always had that kind of hard-nosed coach, in-your-face coach that you just responded to. Right. But, you know, the type of kid we have now um, that not, that doesn't necessarily work. So we try to find what motivates each player um, individually and just try to really push them, um, you know, but that way. Oh, that sounds good. Great, great answer again, Coach. Um, do you have a favorite memory or moment so far behind the bench? Um, you know, last year uh, we scored um, with less than a minute left versus West Echo West. Um, and just, you know, uh, to, in the sectional final, um, Tyler Hunt went down and, and stole it uh, from a player there and gave it to Mitch Vasillo, both of our seniors now this year, and they put it in. And just that just that handshake at the end of the game with uh, Coach Don Frey. For those that don't know, Don Frey has been in, in West York Hockey, actually coached me in the 90s when I was hmm. a squirt, um, and might actually. So he's been around at St. Joe's Fed back in the 90s, and this is just one of the, the, the nicest individuals you ever meet. And you know, we really never had that success that his brother found at Camarice. Right. Um, and just uh, kind of that handshake and looking at Don's face and just, uh, you know, me to think, congratulations, Coach, you really deserve this. You know, I'm, uh, I'm getting kind of, it's not emotional, but getting the chills going through right now thinking about that. That was just something really, really special. Oh, I can only imagine. Now, I, I know the answer to this question, but I know my listeners are definitely going to want to hear your opinion. How would you describe the state of hockey in Section 6, a.k.a. the Fed? I, you know, I think it's very strong. I think um, you have some teams that tend to be um, at an upper tier and teams that tend to be in the middle tier and lower tier. But we have a lot of different programs uh, in our area. And on any given night, you know, you can lose, you know, tie to any team. Um, a great example is NT, a team that's kind of been in the middle of the last few years, beat, uh, you know, a powerhouse in Section 6, West Seneca West, earlier this week. Sure. one nothing, 2, two nothing with an empty netter because you can run into a goalie that's hot and they got a great goalie there. So you're always going to find definitely one, two lines, uh, you know, per team that can really play hockey. And in order to be successful in this section, you got to have that depth. you got to be three to four lines deep um, and continue just to drive at your opponent. So 
we've had a success so far and we're really looking forward to see if we can keep it going i have to tell you i had a front row seat to all the action at this fabulous 21 tournament where we had you know seven teams from outside of our section come down and i want to say five or six of those teams were from the fed um the weekend i was there and uh they cleaned up uh, pretty handily uh so again i i echo your sentiments on the strength of your section uh we have a couple more questions here coach before we wrap up and i appreciate you taking some time especially on game day do you have a favorite professional hockey player past or present uh pat lafontaine um growing up obviously buffalo new york sure. i was born in 83 so you know 92 93 season when he had 140 something points you know i was that perfect nine ten years old um, and, you know, Rick Jenneret, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Rick oh, Jenneret, yeah. I was um, down there, <laughs> he would do the la 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 Fontaine. I was just going to do nothing better than that. I was just um, going to do it for you because it's the holiday yeah, season, that la 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 Fontaine. Exactly. That's a memory that I have in me there. I was always a big fan as well of Mario Lemieux. Just I thought he was the greatest player, you know, of all time. Obviously, Gretzky, some people can argue that, but, um, so that was uh, a guy I always loved. And then as I got older, really like your Chris Drury, Danny Barriere from, uh, you know, from Buffalo in that 05, 06, 06, 07 season. Sure. You know, those guys really left a mark, uh, you know, for me there. So just a bunch of, obviously I'm a forward by heart. So yep. a lot of different forwards are people that, uh, that I really loved. Hey, listen, I have, I have to tell you, you're very, very fortunate to have Rick Jenneret up there because you mentioned Danny Briere. I think of the May, I think of the Mayday call. Um, you know, so he's, I was, he's at, I was at that Mayday game. I was, uh, you know, I was 10 years old, basically nine years old. Pardon me. Sitting in the front row oranges at Memorial Auditorium. And that, that was the year we broke our streak of not making, not making it out of the first round. And my dad shook me. He was so excited. And I thought I was going over the oranges is the upper balcony. I thought yeah. I was going over. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are some great memories to have for sure. Um, last question for you, Coach. Uh, if you weren't a hockey coach, you'd be a fill in the blank. Oh man, I always joke about this. I always say a, a great father, right? Because hockey takes you away so much. Oh but, sure. Uh, but if I weren't a hockey coach, I mean, I do love the teaching profession. I think it's amazing that I get to teach and be a coach at the same time. <laughs> Ultimately, just something with kids. You know what I mean? I love watching kids grow and kind of overcome hurdles. And that's what's so great about hockey because throughout a game, there are different hurdles you need to overcome and overcome that adversity. And it's just fun to watch someone really get through that adversity. Uh, Listen, I echo your sentiments. I'm I'm in education as well, and I got into it for all the very same reasons. Both my parents were in education. My sister's in education as well. So uh, great great answers all around, Coach. I'm going to let you go. I've been chatting with Assistant Coach Bob Simpson of the Grand Island Vikings. Uh, He's from Section 6, a.k.a. the Fed. They have a game this afternoon. I think you're playing Frontier. Is that correct? Yep, Frontier. First year down in our division. They've been in Division 1 the last – how many years? So they're in Division Two now. So kind of an opponent we're not sure of. All right. Well, listen. Good luck. Happy holidays to you and your family. And thanks again for coming on. And I really do appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, it's been my pleasure. This is your boy Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks.
Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm joined today by Nick Radizak. He is a senior forward with the Grand Island Federation uh, Vikings hockey team, and he's taken some time out of his day uh, to chat with me, and I really do appreciate it. Nick, thanks so much for coming on the show. How's it going? Uh, thanks for having me. I'm doing good. Oh, good. I'm Listen, anytime I can get somebody on from outside of my section, it's a special treat. So, again, thank you. What's your favorite thing about playing high school hockey? Well, I feel like the energy playing with the kids that you've grown up with, with all the uh, all your peers that you've also grown up with watching you, is just like you can't recreate that energy, especially when it comes to playoff time. Like it's crazy just playing in front of 50, 60 people that like every single one you know their first name, last name, playing with the guys that you've played with since you were five years old. Yeah, I definitely uh, agree. You can't replicate, you know, that feeling on a Friday night in front of a packed barn with your family, your friends, and your community around supporting you. I don't want you to give away too many secrets here, but what do you have a pregame meal that you uh, go to? Well, it depends the time of the game. Like morning games, I'd say like really early morning games from the time of like 7 to 10, I won't eat before. Okay. But like a later game, like 6 or 7 o'clock, I'll hit Panera Bread. It's uh get a pick two, bacon turkey bravo, and a bowl of mac and cheese with a baguette. Gotcha. I am a fan of the bacon turkey bravo, by the way, at Panera. That's an excellent sandwich. It is uh, an excellent sandwich. <laughs> um, what's your pregame routine in terms of, like, do you put your equipment on a certain way? Do you have any, like, rituals or superstitions? Uh, yeah, so uh, the team has the money ball, which... If anyone watches uh, the Ice and the Fed interviews, has seen. Uh, it started last year. Um, I found a gold golf ball when I was on vacation. Okay. Says, that says money on it with three dollar signs. <laughs> and as a joke, like I rubbed it on uh, Tyler Hunt's stick in the parking lot before a game, and uh, he scored four goals. Wow. That game. Nice. So then after that, we started uh, sharing it with the team and stuff. So that's a superstition that the team has: is the money ball, like okay. ten minutes before game time. Uh, I go around the room with the, the money ball and rubbing on everyone's stick. And then uh, other than that, I feel like just like smelling salts and uh, just like how we warm up, like all of us have handshakes and stuff like that. Gotcha. I saw a little bit of that yesterday on Twitter as the boys were coming back out on the ice. I think for the start yeah. of the third period, I saw a little bit of your uh, handshake and, and everything. That, yeah. I think that stuff is great. All right. Yeah. I'm not super familiar with Section 6, so uh, right. I'm going to ask this question in terms of who is your biggest rival? I know that you're on an island, but you know who's your? do you have a team that you're big, you know biggest rival with? Um. Well, West Seneca West always puts up a good fight against us. Like okay. uh, our senior night last year, uh, it was a three nothing game, but if you were at the game, uh, it was one nothing till like a minute left. Then we scored one more and an empty netter. Gotcha. And that was our senior night last year, so that was a good game. And we played them in the section six championship. And Mitch Fusolo scored with like twenty three seconds left, okay, or something like that. So to put us up three two, so they always put up a good fight. But other than that, I just say Luport because. Uh, rivals with them in uh, almost every sport so gotcha gotcha uh how does your section compare to others in the state i know that you've traveled a little bit and played teams from other sections but how would you say section six compares to others um generally i think our section is a lot more physical than other sections like we travel up north and we're able to use our speed and physicality to uh to get pucks deep and uh dominate teams and stuff like that but um 
Our section's also a lot bigger than a lot of sections. Yep. Which I feel gives us an advantage uh, if we're able to get through the section. Because I was talking to uh, one of the Plattsburgh parents when I was up there, and he was talk he was uh, talking about how kids from those sections, like seven and ten, smaller sections, will like never understand how like how much work it takes to get through like a bigger section. Sure. Like last year, we had to win four games right. in the section, while in smaller sections, it's a, it's one championship game and then you're in. Right. So I feel like that gives us an advantage, like heading into the state tournament. Sure. It's, uh, coming it, out of the section it's with de- a bunch of wins. It's definitely a grind coming out of section six. You know, whoever you're going to face in the, the state semis or the finals, if they're coming out of section six, they definitely have played, paid their dues. And I have to say, there's a tournament that goes on down here over the course of two weekends. And I want to say out of the 21 teams that come down, at least half, if not a few more, are from Section 6, so I see it myself, the physicality, the skill level, the, just the overall size of the kids. So I right. think Section 6 is probably the section that others want to try to emulate, um, if nothing else. Um, what's the toughest rink to play in, in your opinion, up your way? Um, well, I would say the toughest, but also the funnest, is Harbor Center. Okay. Because uh, that, that rolls around playoff time, and you get it's completely packed with fans from both teams and you got the fan energy playing into the game and the noise levels just up. But I'd say the hardest ring I've ever played at was last year in the regional final. Okay. We, we played skinny Alice at uh, skinny Alice YMCA. Okay. And they had, uh, they had like 60 plus kids there. Yeah. And it was just extremely hard to play through that. That was actually the first time your dad and I started chatting on social media because he had a couple of questions about the rink and about Skinny Atlas and about you know right. how to go go about getting tickets. So you yeah. know that that happened last year, and here you are on my show, which I think is great. Um, yeah. Is there is there a spot that you go to celebrate after a big win? Is there like a place that you guys like to go? Oh uh, yeah, my house. <laughs> it's always like it's always like guys in it at Raddy's after okay. a win. So. Nice. I'll, I'll usually have a bunch of the guys over and we just hang out, have a good time. And I feel like that's what brings our team together. Like last year, we had a stretch of like uh, 11 weekends in a row where we hung out at my house. So it's just like it brings the team a lot closer together. Oh, that's good stuff. You're making memories, man. You're making memories that you're going to last a lifetime. Uh, when yeah. you go on a when you go on a bus trip or you go to a tournament, what's one thing you absolutely need to bring with you? Hmm. This is a tough one, but I'm gonna have to go with fruit snacks. Okay, <laughs> because it's 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 just mandatory. Like, um, I wake up after a little nap and I need a little snack, but I can't eat too much before the game, so right. I just grab a pack of fruit snacks. Scooby Doo okay. fruit snacks only, though. Oh, Scooby Doo fruit snacks—the official snack of Nick Radizak. I love it. That, that's uh, true. If it, hey, uh, Scooby Doo uh, fruit snacks, if you want to sponsor me, just reach out. Exactly, to me. we know how to get a hold of you. Um, right. Favorite tournament to play in outside of the state, outside of like the state, you know, uh, the regional games or things like that. Um, well, I, I like the North trip that we go on every year. I okay. mean, it's not really a tournament, but, right. uh, this year we went up North, we played Albany Academy. Sure. Then, so we beat them six, three. Then we hopped back on the bus. We stayed at a hotel in Plattsburgh and this year we played, uh, Beekman Town, which is uh, always a state powerhouse, yep. and we also played Plattsburgh, uh, which okay. was also a very good game, very physical game. All right. Listen, and you guys took care of business. Yeah, 
yeah, three and zero. I mean, those games like, uh, just like the intensity of those games because those, especially last year with us getting to the regional tournament and winning section six, like those teams know who we are, right? So they they bring their A game and try to beat us, and it just makes us a lot better as a team. Absolutely. Um, who ha- who is the best dressed player on your team? Tyler Hunt hands down. Okay. Best. Tyler Hunt hands down. He every day he comes into school. He's got these beautiful black shoes. He's always got his funky socks on. He Tyler Hunt always brings his A game. Gotcha. When it comes to the uh, when now, it comes to the, to the attire. I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Best flow. Well. I would love to say myself, but I got to give it to Ryan Pinzel. Okay. That kid has some extreme flow. His is a little bit curler than mine. Right. A little bit more volume. So. Got it. I know you're working on you're Pins. working on yours, so hopefully. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm getting it ready for playoff time. I'm going to convert it to a full mullet once oh, we get boy. into playoffs. Nice, nice. Um, who has the best selling on your team? Brian O'Neill. Every time we're talking assist, goal, it doesn't matter. He he throws both his arms up in the air and just kicks his leg as hard as he can. Just the classic leg kick. <laughs> so, some of the best moments I've ever seen are uh, Brian O'Neill leg kicks. Now, I'm sure you have a couple of these, but is there an embarrassing on-ice moment that you can share with us? Um, Yeah, probably last year uh, against St. Francis. Um, right in front of their fan section, I got absolutely rocked. And then I got up and tried to hit the kid back because right. the puck was still there, and then he just hit me again. Oh boy! So like, to have <laughs> have all those people banging on the glass as you get rocked twice is a little embarrassing. But I hear you. Um, describe your team in five words or less. What words come to mind when you think about Grand Island Fed Hockey? Mm, I would say speed. Okay. Physicality. Sure. Chemistry. Mm. Mm. brothers nice yeah i'm gonna go with that just four words because i feel like no worries the reason we're so good is because of how close we are got it like everyone on the team gets along like other teams have like cliques or like groups of players that are quote more popular than others but i feel our team like we all know what we want and that's a state championship right and we're going to put our minds together and work together to do that to the best of our ability. Gotcha, gotcha. What are your thoughts on the season so far? Well, this is the first time uh, that we're going into the Christmas break 9-0. and Wow. Since uh, Bob and Prey took the team, which has been for a while. Yep. So uh, right now we're feeling pretty good. I mean, we had a couple sloppy games heading in, like uh, 3-1 against... Willis, we probably could have played a little bit better in that game and uh, won nothing against Frontier most recently last night. But, I mean, we're playing well. We just got to get back to our systems and uh, finish some more goals here. Like, against Frontier, we had 38 shots. Against Willis, we had 39 shots, and we're only scoring three goals, one goal a game. So gotcha. we just got to bury the puck. Congrats on that 9-0 and start. That's impressive. Um, Thank you. Do you have a favorite sport to play besides hockey? basketball if i could be good at one sport i would pick basketball over hockey gotcha. i just I, I i just wish i was a baller and i'm so bad at it but i really <laughs> do wish i was a baller um favorite professional hockey player um and definitely could- uh nate mckinnon he's extremely fast yep and has a really good shot he's just really fun to watch i think 
Gotcha. And favorite professional hockey team is obviously uh, Buffalo Sabres. Got it. Yeah, Got for, it. Sure, for sure. And they're off to a great start. Yeah. I yeah. mean, a little, a little slump in the midseason, but we're right. getting back on track. You know, I was chatting with uh, Kevin Rozo earlier from West Seneca as the head coach, and he said when Ralph Kruger came on board, he went to some of the local restaurants and bars. No one knew who he was, and he was just asking questions about the team and right. about the coaching you know, and everything else. And, you know, so again, I think that you, they really picked the right guy for that team at this point. And, uh, you can see it, you know, they did have a little slump, but, uh, I think they're definitely headed in the right direction. So, uh, I've been fortunate enough to be chatting with Nick Radizak. He is a senior forward with the Grand Island Federation, uh, hockey team, the Vikings. They are nine and oh right now to, to go into the holiday break. Nick, I really do appreciate you taking the time out to chat with me. And uh, I hope we get a chance to meet, uh, at some point when I come up to Buffalo for States in March. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're welcome. Listen, Merry Christmas to you and your family too. Have a good Christmas. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. This is your boy, Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks. As the horn sounds on this episode of HV Pucks, I want to thank my family for their never-ending love, support, patience, and understanding over the next few months as I embark on another exciting hockey season. I love to interact with my followers and fans, and you can always find me on Twitter at TrabJacks71 and on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. And if you like the music you've heard throughout the show, be sure to check out the full-length album, Out of Time, by Fracture which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. The album maintains the same high level of energy as their debut 2015 EP, Broken Walls. You can also find them on Twitter at Fracture underscore Band, on Instagram at Fracture Official, and Fracture Band Official on Facebook. The 2020 New York State All-Hair team is looking to complete its roster, so use the hashtag NewYorkStatePuckFlow to nominate your favorite high school player and or coach. Winners will receive a custom t-shirt courtesy of Dangle Sauce Sports. Attention all Section 1 players, coaches, parents, and fans. Peck's Skate Shop is looking for nominees for their Plays of the Month contest. Post your video on Instagram and tag at Peck's Skate Shop and use the hashtag Peck's Plays of the Month to enter. Each month, one winner will be selected to receive a Peck's Skate Shop gift card. I'd also like to give special thank you to the healthcare law firm of Einiger and Associates, specifically managing partner Scott Einiger, for underwriting season four of HV Pucks. Your continued support is greatly appreciated. This is your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink. <laughs>